Hello to all my children's writing friends. This is Lori at the Writer's Way podcast and welcome to a little piece of holiday joy. It's the 12 days of marketing. Good morning. Welcome to day 10 of the 12 days of marketing series. Today we're going to talk about publicity and this is a method of borrowing traffic. So if you remember back on day three, I talked about three ways you can generate traffic and you want traffic because your readers are hiding in all that traffic and you need to find them. And the more traffic you have, the more readers you're going to find. So there was three ways of generating traffic. There was buying it with ads, borrowing it, or building it. So we've talked about the first two ways and now today we're going to talk about borrowing it using publicity. And generally speaking, that's other people's publicity. So unless you are, in fact, Jimmy Fallon, you're going to need to borrow somebody else's publicity. And when we're talking about publicity now, we're moving away from just talking about your book, possibly, because people want to get to know you, the author. And the more that they like you and make a connection with you, the more they're going to be interested and invested in you and your books and your products. So before you start reaching out for publicity, I would highly recommend that you craft a story. Not a story that you're going to publish, but a story about you story about your process, your motivation, your inspiration, your passions. Why did you write this book? Why did you decide to publish it? Was there something in your life that made it impossible for you to ignore this book? Okay, so whatever your background is, and now I don't want you to think that you have to have some trauma or, you know, some horrible thing happen in your background or, you know, you don't have to have overcome extreme circumstances or anything like that. You just have to know how to talk about your story in such a way that people People resonate with it and make that connection with you. So if you were a parent at home reading tons of books and you weren't impressed <laughs> with a lot of the books or just watching your children grow, maybe you were inspired to write a story about them and you wanted to share it as a way to immortalize, you know, them when they were young and your relationship. Or maybe you saw a need somewhere, somehow in someone you saw a need and you were so moved that you had to do your part to satisfy that need. Whatever it is, try to concisely get it down, two or three sentences, you know, and and know it, learn it, love it, and be able to to tell it to people and that's your story. So that's step one. Okay, so step two is doing some research to find some people that you want to borrow their publicity of. That was not the best sentence, but you get what I mean. You you want to find bloggers, find book reviewers, find, find Instagram famous people or Facebook famous people, but people that are relevant. So you need to do some research. This is going to take some time and some energy on your part if you're going to try to do this, okay? So you need to research the bloggers or the reviewers or the Instagram famous people. Research their target audience. It needs to be the same as your target audience. Look at some past blogs that they've written. Poke around on their websites. Get a sense of them, who they are, what their mission, purpose, inspiration is to see if it lines up with you. Often on their websites, there'll be um, a link or a drop-down menu area or something that says work with me. Quite often, these people, because they are, you know, in- internet famous, they, they get a lot of requests. So a lot of them have created submission guidelines. Or they come right out and they say they're not looking to be pitched by anybody. Or they say they're looking to be pitched, but there's a fee. Okay, so you need to poke around in their information till you find that because almost everybody has it unless they're 
they're very new and they have a very small audience. So if they say they're not open for collaboration, well, no matter what they say, whether they're open for collaborations or not, follow them on all their social media channels and engage with them. So that means like their stuff, yes, but also make thoughtful comments on their posts. And if you do that consistently, they're they're going to remember your name. Look and see if they're on Pinterest and share their posts or join their boards. I will say if you're not already on Pinterest, then maybe don't do this. I don't know that it's worth joining Pinterest and learning Pinterest and spending that time and energy to do this because I'm sure that these people are also on Instagram, Facebook and have their own websites. Some of them even have podcasts. So, you know, leave comments, subscribe, just make your name known by showing up consistently on their stuff and they're going to notice you. If they are accepting collaborations or submissions, then write them a nice pitch. So you want to be short, concise, clear, you know, explain what you want, share the one or two sentences that is your author story that you've come up with and and what you want with them. So I'd love to send you a book and see what you think. Um, I'd love it if you shared my book with your audience because I think it will really benefit them. And you need to position this as a benefit for their audience because they're not in it for you. <laughs> they don't really care if it benefits you. They want to know if it benefits their audience. That's what they're thinking about always because that's what keeps them in business, so to speak. Another way to borrow traffic is to do a cross promotion. So you've probably heard this term a lot. Remember, quite a few days ago, I mentioned that having author friends will help make your life easier. Your, your authoring life easier. It will make marketing easier. So what you do is you find one or more fellow author who write about a similar topic or subject and then make a plan to share each other's books. So it's very simple. You're sharing each other's audience. It helps if you've actually read the other person's book so you can speak about it authentically. Try to relate the story or the background of your author friends to a reader's life to make it more personal. Plan to tag each other in the posts and share it as widely and as often as possible. You don't have to just post once. You can post multiple times over a few months. You can share it with your email list if you have one. Usually people with a big email list want to share with somebody else with a big email list, just sort of for fairness. I think a lot of authors are also willing just to share a new author's work, even if they don't have an email list, just sort of paying it forward, right? Because somebody shared with them at some point. Now, when you publish your ebook with KDP, you get five free days every 90 days. So when you use those, you can plan to give your ebooks away and get some traction on them, hopefully get some reviews on them. And then if people like them enough, what they end up doing is falling in love with your book and then they buy the physical copy. Make sure that you tell people that they don't need the actual Kindle device because that always stumps people. All like Android and iOS systems have the Kindle app now and that's all that you need. You can download it even on your computer and read on your computer or any of your devices. So the last thing I want to say is really that, you know, when you're talking about borrowing traffic and getting to know some other author friends and reaching out to bloggers and reviewers, you need to stay visible. So if somebody's looking into you, like you've sent a request for a collaboration and they're checking you out, they're cyber stalking you a little bit to see, you know, who is this person and what do they write and do I want to talk to them? Am I going to bother to write them back. They're going to check you out in return, just like you che checked them out. That, so if you're not visible, if you're not posting consistently or sharing your information, interacting with your followers, joining in discussions, all that kind of stuff, they're, they're not going to really want to, to join together with you, to help you out at all, to share your stuff, unless it's really powerful, a powerful book, then, you know, with social proof online, maybe in reviews, then they might. But generally speaking, it's just really good 
a really good practice to stay visible, post consistently, share other people's stuff to be friends with them. It's a bonus for you because you're going to gain followers and momentum and increase your own engagement. And it's a bonus for you because when people start looking at you, they're going to see that you'd be someone good to work with. Another way of borrowing somebody else's traffic is to get on podcasts. So podcasts are kind of like the new talk shows. Actually, speaking of talk shows, I know quite a few authors who have gotten in touch with their local TV stations and gone on the breakfast television program or, you know, some segment where the news people ask you questions about your book and your journey and your experience in that. So if you feel brave enough, reach out to your local TV station. If you're not quite that brave, then podcasting is seeing a huge surge in listens and interest. And so what you can do is research, just like you had to research the bloggers and the reviewers, research podcasts that would be appropriate, the target audience. So if you want to target moms, research podcasts that are aimed at moms. If you want to target teachers, same thing. There's lots of podcasts aimed at lots of different groups. There's a podcast for everything that's ever been invented, I think. So go to Apple Podcasts or just Google, you know, um, podcasts for moms, podcasts for teachers, podcasts for counselors, and then you need to write to them and pitch them. If you follow you know, the crumbs and find the podcast websites. You might find submission guidelines there. You might find information. Yes, we're accepting applications or no, we're not. My advice would be to stay away from anybody who wants your money to share your stuff at this point when you're starting out. And some podcasts have a fee and some bloggers charge a fee now. And I think, well, reviewers shouldn't charge a fee because that's against Amazon's terms and conditions but so I would just steer clear of anybody who's asking for money at this point when you have a little bit of extra money and maybe you've listened to a podcast for a long time and you know that it has really good traction or you have following somebody's blog or their social media and you feel like it would really be worth your while maybe down the line you could consider it I've done a couple of paid things not quite along these lines but they have never ever panned out in any noticeable way for me and I just think when you're starting out as an author, it's just not worth it to pay for something like that. I think it's way better to put your money into Amazon ads because they're on the platform and the chances of your book being seen are just so much higher from that. Okay, the last thing I'm going to share with you is about a website called Launch Grow Joy and the lady who runs that, um, Andrea Matei, has been working in publicity for a lot of years and so she has a neat subscription site set up where you can, well, you pay $125 a month and it's called Media Leads. And so this is online and print media. So think magazines in real life at the superstore or wherever and online magazines. And so I did it for, I think, three months. You have access to the magazines, the people that you need to get in touch with, who their audience is and what specifically they're looking for. So for example, in September, they might be looking for products to promote in their December issue as an example. And so in September, you have to have all your stuff together to send them and you're pitching them. So she's not giving you like here, you're going to be guaranteed to get into this magazine. What she's giving you is a shortcut to the information because you can find the magazine information online. She's giving you a shortcut because she's giving you the name, the email address, and specifically what they're looking for at the cost of $125 per month. So when you have some reviews built up, some traction on your book, and you have some money in the bank that you could use for this, this might 
be something else you could try. So it's Launch Grow Joy is the website. And then you're looking, I think she's got a few courses and things. So you're looking for the one called Media Leads. Uh, like I said, I did it for three months. My books were included in a few online magazine things. There was no noticeable increase in sales for me for any of those, even in the holiday time because I was in a few now in December around the holiday times and they're gorgeous and they look fantastic and they have lots of readership and all that jazz but I can just honestly say I haven't noticed any increase in sales so if you have money and if you want to try it it's I think it's a neat thing to try and it's a really well organized site that she's done there for you so so maybe that would work for you okay so we talked today about borrowing traffic we talked about pitching to bloggers reviewers podcasters, some magazines, and we talked about doing cross promotions with our author friends. And we talked about using our free days to give our eBooks away, get some traction on them, get some reviews, and then hopefully make more people fall us, fall us, <laughs> more people fall in love with us and our stories. Oh, and the most important thing, I want you to craft an author's story, something that you can use when you do these pitches that will make people resonate with your story, understand you more, connect with you, fall in love with you again. So I hope that you enjoyed day 10 of the 12 days of marketing, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye, everyone.